Hey, I'm Camille Joy, the host and creator of the Moments of Joy podcast, the place that will leave you surely feeling motivated, inspired, and encouraged. Welcome to the show. I need the joy. I'm so excited to have with me today my newfound buddy, Jada Lynn Cross. She is the host of Perspective Podcast. She is a YouTube sensation. She is a wife. She is a mother and a full-time entrepreneur. Jada, welcome to the show. Oh, snaps. Thank <laughs> you for having me. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Camille. You are so welcome. I'm doing well. Um, it's an honor to have Jada here. Um, she's a special person, and I met her over Instagram, of course, and um, having had taught her in my podcast class, but also just watching her um, anointing and how she moves and how she flows and her creative juices get going but specifically how God uses her to encourage people and I wanted to have her on to encourage the MVPs of this show because she is an MVP too (laughs) crazy yes thank you you're welcome Jada so like we do on the moments of joy podcast I would like to just start you out um in the beginning of your life so how how did you grow up where did you grow up Okay. Um, well, I grew up in a small town um, in Indiana called East Chicago, um, Indiana. And a lot of times when people hear it, they think I'm talking about Chicago, Illinois. Oh, However, yeah. you know, East Chicago is no longer than 10 minutes away from Illinois. Um, small town, East Chicago. Um, spent half of my life there and the other half in Gary, Indiana. So, yeah, that's where I was raised. Gary, Indiana. When I hear that, I always think about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen his house often. (laughs) Wow. Watching the American dream. Right, right, right. Very Indiana. So um, are you an only child? No. So I have two brothers. I have an eldest brother who's about, I believe he's like 32. (laughs) And I have a younger brother who's about to turn 18 years. So this year, be a senior. So I'm the middle child and all my mom's only girl. Oh, that's special. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. People follow me on Instagram. They, they've learned that me and my mom have grown to be extremely close, which I'm very thankful for. So yes. I'm definitely um, living in the overflow of having that mother-daughter relationship right now. So that's a blessing. God is good. <laughs> now, um, something that I love about you is your creativity. Um, were you that creative kid as a child? Because let's let's just put this plug in. If you're not following Jada, Jada Lynn, what is your Instagram handle? Jada Lynn Cross. Okay. I want you to go follow her because in her story, she's always doing something creative. She's always showing us on her YouTube how to, you know, do Valentine's Day at home, how to just do Mother's Day at home. So were you this creative kid all the time? You know what? I honestly don't remember. I always had an arts and crafts table and 
I've always loved to, you know, do things in the arts. My mom is a cosmetologist. I was raised in, you know, seeing her do hair. And I thought she was extremely creative. So because I think I've always lived in her shadow and I've always compared myself to her, mm-hmm. I didn't, I would not say that I was creative. However, I was extremely unique and I had a special way of doing things growing up. Mm-hmm. And so I think my creativity was just kind of in how I live. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people always say, oh, you know, you're different or you're weird and stuff like that, I've grown to realize that, no, it's the way I think and the way I operate is different. So I think when you see me on Instagram and everything, the way I'm able to like capture moments or share a story mm-hmm. now is just kind of like you seeing that creativity on camera. So um, I, I don't know if I've, if I've always been creative. I always love arts and crafts, but mm-hmm. I, if, you, if people who know me will personally say, you know, I'm not a neat person. So right. back in the days growing up, your arts and crafts was on pen, paper, paint, crayons. Right. Gimp. My chemistry <laughs> is terrible. But, um, I always had a unique perspective of like seeing things. And um, mm-hmm. so I think I grew into my creativity. I, I grew into how to express myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what you're seeing now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Um, so just to skip ahead a little bit um, and talk about you being a wife, how long have you been married? I've been married now two years. We just uh, celebrated our two year anniversary, May 4th of this year. So yeah, it's been two years, my, my little small big marriage. Uh-huh, and your family's growing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my baby is 16 months, um, and I'm expecting my next child within the next two weeks or less. Yeah, you know, that's really amazing because you see the love that you show within um, your immediate family, and you would think that you guys are so much more seasoned than just two years. Right, it's been a blessing. I would definitely say uh, marriage counseling helped with that. Let me plug in marriage mm-hmm. counseling. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely couldn't have made it without it. Um, and we've had a, a lot of people pouring to us, and they they seen something in us. So you know, a lot, a lot of people just took us on their wing, underneath their wings, like you are not going to make the same mistakes we made. Mm-hmm. So we've been ministered to a lot, held accountable a lot during these two years. So it definitely feels good to feel ahead within two years because of that mentorship. Yeah, that definitely um shows even on the outside and so um your story wasn't particularly one that was like the rest of the guests meaning you know you're you didn't have trauma or anything that drew me to you to have you as a guest today what drew me to ask you to come on was that you have this special anointing to encourage people and Although it's many times you sharing and you living it out, it's super encouraging that you are always transparent, um, you know, and you share um, through through scriptures or, you know, you let us know what, what's going on um, and how you woke up. But did you come into your relationship with Christ as an adult or as a child? Um, as a child, um, my my roots are actually uh, Church and God in Christ. Some people would call it Kojic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like literally born into church. Um, so I feel extremely blessed. A lot of people always ask me that, but I've grew into relationship on my own when I went into college. So I definitely, you know, went back and, you know, figured some things out. And I, you know, just like anybody else went through a lot of phases, but I'm definitely um, at heart a Kojic child. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my mom, she kind of took us out kind of early on. 
we were lending to my grandfather's leadership. He's still a pastor till today, but mm-hmm. my mom really raised us non-denominational, mm-hmm. um, which I wouldn't mm-hmm. take back for anything. So just having right. that I think it, it caused me to have a lot of balance. So mm-hmm. at a very young age, you know, I, I've witnessed healing and power, yeah. you know, deliverance at a very young age. I, I've yeah. seen the power of prayer um, and that was embedded in me. So I think it kind of set me up for this world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just that non-denominational twist and just seeing the freedom and experiencing freedom of God and um, just really just learning how to um, just have that compassion and love for others it was the perfect blend. So no, I definitely was raised in church. Absolutely. It's so funny uh, that you say that now. I didn't have any knowledge about that before now, but I grew up the exact same way, not Kojic, but Pentecostal. And then later on in life, um, turning non-denominational. But it's like, once that is kind of rooted in you, it doesn't leave. It don't go go too far. (laughs) Yeah. Right now I hear my grandfather saying, ain't nothing right but holiness. Yes, (laughs) come on. (laughs) That is my roots. And, you know, also, you know, being raised into a single parent household. So it's kind of weird because my life is, I was born very strict and sheltered, but yet I was exposed, you know, having Mm -hmm. my life where, you know, it was just me and my mom, me and my mom and my brothers, you know, as a Mm -hmm. single parent. She had us young. She had my oldest right. brother at 15. She had me at 20. So we had a very young mother mm-hmm. who was figuring it out. Mm-hmm. So I have experienced a lot and seen a lot. But however, I was, you know, kind of, you know, sheltered because she had she had that grip on me. She right. wasn't going to let me go too far mm-hmm. um, and shelter. But so it's just a, a, a big combination of all of that. And I think that's just why I am the way I am today. Right. And I thank God because I think uh, what it did, the root and the foundation was definitely also um, make make you able to know the voice of the, the Lord and be open okay. to the prophetic and be open to hearing from him um, through, you know, him speaking to you, but also through him speaking to other people for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't so foreign. Mm hmm. Yep. And you know, we know how to cut a rug too. <laughs> okay. Okay. My first, I remember when I was like uh, seven years old, I was like, I was afraid of the basement, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, I didn't see, I didn't see saints running and up and down. I said, okay, I got to face this devil. So I right. went in the basement in the dark and I prayed out loud. And I'm like, I'm not going to be afraid no more. And devil, you better bring it. And I'm saying all this type of stuff. Opening my eyes, I walked in that basement. I ain't been afraid of the, the dark or the basement since. And it's just kind of like just having that experience and God showing me that he's real. real mm-hmm. And prayer works. And that fierceness that comes and that boldness that comes, you know, when you, when you just really know how to pray and you know how to really, you know, tarry with, you know, with the Lord and, you know, no, we're going to get this thing right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, de- definitely experienced that very young. So like, because one of the things that I see you do very often is share if you had a rough time during the day or in the morning, and then you share, you know, how you got yourself together during the day. So um, I just want you to plug in some encouragement and how to's to people who kind of you know, may get up in the morning or maybe dealing with something heavy and it's like, how do I set my day right? What do I do? And not to stay in this funk and not to, you know, live in depression. Got it. Yes, I would say for me, definitely. It's one of them things um, I think is unavoidable. The, the enemy 
he, I mean, what did it say? He's, he purrs around like a roaring lion, sinking who he may devour. Mm-hmm. Once you really learn that about him, his tactic, you realize he's never going to give up. He's, right. um, he's very, he's very settled in how he does things. So if you can always stay a step ahead and realize, you know what, why am I experiencing this? Why do I have this heaviness over me? Or why, you know, why can't I, you know, get up or get it right? Um, I think what I do is I brainstorm. I realize, okay, enemy, I see what you're doing today. You're trying to throw me off with my child, trying to throw me off with my husband. You're trying to throw me off with just my spirit. I feel off. So immediately I go into prayer about that. And a lot of times people, you know, prayer always, we say it so much that people feel like it's cliche, but mm-hmm. literally it works. Right. And so even after the prayer, I may not feel right immediately, but I have to coach myself through it and say, you know what? No, the devil is a lie. He's not going to get the victory today. Mm-hmm. So we have to do to get ourselves up. And mm-hmm. that's when I kind of start my, you know what? Um, I don't know if you've been watching recently, but I have like a privilege list that I do. Mm. You know, um, what am I privileged to do today? You know, let me right. focus. Let me focus on the good. Let me focus on what I can do. Let me focus what I have control over. You know what? I have the privilege to feed my child today. Mm-hmm. I have the privilege to wake up and go on a walk. I have a privilege to make it to my doctor's appointment. And therefore, when you start empowering yourself for what you are capable of doing, mm-hmm. the enemy can't, you know, you kind of already messing up his trap because he's like, oh, snap. Okay, this girl, she, she encouraging herself. She feeling empowered, you know? Absolutely. And once you realize that when we throw him off by our actions and our thoughts, he flees, you know, when we mm-hmm. throw him off and we seek God and we call on Jesus, he will flee. Um, he, you know, he might be hiding around the corner, still waiting for you to, you know, mess up or be it off your block, but he will back off. And I think once you just kind of learn that dynamic and realize how weak the enemy truly is, you just, you're just able to get yourself out of that funk. I won't say that you won't have low times because I wake up often like, huh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm still, I'm, yep. I just recently turned 28. I'm really literally still trying to figure out my life. You said 28? Uh, yeah, I just turned mm-hmm. 28 May 1st. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, oftentimes I'm always questioning, what am I doing right now? You know, um, I don't work anymore. I'm, uh, I, uh, me and my husband, we made a decision for me to be a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. you know that's still new for me and yeah you know, with the pressure of the world telling me that you know you're too young to quit your career I have a master's mm-hmm. in social work right and you know there's licensure and everything so you know I still deal with that from time to time like did I make the right decision am I mm-hmm. too young mm-hmm. did I you know did I did I uh check out too soon right but I know God told me so on, on, <laughs> to answer your question y'all have to fight with the, uh the power of prayer and believing it and you got to talk yourself I'm not saying don't stay in your mind literally talk out loud and I command my day you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. command uh, that's right yeah, I command my day. I say, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is what's going well. You know what? I don't know how to fix this right now, so I'm going to leave that alone. But this is what I can do. Because I know sometimes if you, he, he'll, his, he's really good at making you feel isolated and mm-hmm. confused. So I know with me, I just can't do well on things, so I leave it there. I, I, I ain't got to figure that out right now. So let me, let me focus on this, you know? I think that's good right there. Yes, that's that's mm-hmm. what we Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because focusing on what you can't change, it will really bring you down. Yeah, and I get a song in my heart so quick and I just sing and hum and I just, you got to put yourself, you got to do it for yourself because, you know, you always want to have that friend or that person who call at the right time. So you literally have to learn how to, with the song say, encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is what I, that's truly what I do every day. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing you said that was important was um, recognizing that it, it's the enemy when you get up in the morning. Yeah. And so I was talking to a friend yesterday who was going through um, some things and 
I just reminded her that, you know, the enemy is real. And when these attacks come at us, they're, they're not just like, they're not the people. It's the enemy. We yes. wrestle not against flesh and blood. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so remembering that it is him attacking us, that makes it easier for us to attack him in prayer and not the person. Correct. Correct. I think that's, you know, it's some of those scriptures in the Bible that if you just get that one part down packed, it could kind of carry you through a lot of situations. I know that's right. <laughs> that's, that was that Ephesians 6 and 12, you know, mm-hmm. you do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but mm-hmm. against principalities and it, it goes on. And when you realize that your enemy is not your situation or mm-hmm. that person, mm-hmm. and that that's literally the spirits that's attached to them and that you're experiencing right now, your fight becomes with the, with the, you know, with the real devil, you, who it really yes. is. You keep your Absolutely. eyes off the situation, your eyes off that person. And I think if I'm not, I want to, I want to say good. Cause I make mistakes, but if I don't know anything else and if I don't practice anything else, I keep that perspective. So I'm able to, you know, redirect my energy towards who it really is. And then when, when I realized, Oh devil, you sneaky, you really did that. Or, okay, you didn't got in my house. You didn't got into my relationship with my friends or you didn't got into my relationship with whoever it may be. I get, re- I really, I get really upset about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I fight, I fight him. And yeah. I, I challenge myself, nope, remember who it is. That ain't them. They just operating through X, Y, and Z. So that is very, I'm so happy you brought up that scripture. Absolutely. I'm, and I'm going to read it. Ephesians 6, 12. And I tell, no lie, I was not reading this. And I just opened my Bible app and it said Ephesians 6. I'm like, why is it on here? That is so funny. But it says for, and this is NIV version for our struggle. It's not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of, of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. And what I like to do when I pray is pray the scripture. Like my mom taught me that you can take this scripture inside out and pray it. Like, so when you start attacking the enemy, And when you start binding him up in the name of Jesus and like rebuking him and restricting him, you come against the rulers and authorities against the powers of this dark world. Like the scripture gives us the wording to come to pray. Yes. So you don't always have to think of your own pray the word. You don't. Cause if I, if, if I could be completely transparent, it's not that I'm the best prayer. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not the, the most eloquent prayer warrior. Sometimes mm-hmm. my prayer sounds so, I call them, I, I do the Medea prayers. I, mm-hmm. I do in all types of crazy. Yes. I, I believe in what I'm saying and I, and I, and, and it's so real to me and it's so authentic that the enemy, he flees each and every time. So you all, you don't have to say the right things or even know how to say. Sometimes I'm just I'm just saying, Jesus, Jesus, mm-hmm. thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I have the victory. You know, Lord, you are good. And that's it. And I pull, I may uh, remember a scripture. He may throw it in my heart. Just like this Ephesians, I do not wrestle against the flesh and blood. You know, mm-hmm. it is not that person, enemy, you know, and just, it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. So I, God, God is, God is, God is with us right now, because I think it's important for our, 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 our listeners to get into this Ephesians, Ephesians 6 and 12, especially during a time right now when mm-hmm. an enemy clearly is trying to um, throw a lot of people off their block. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I like that you said that it doesn't have to be in any fancy words mm-hmm. that you pray like Medea <laughs> right 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 <laughs> at times because yes. um it could discourage a lot of people from praying and I think you know I was encouraging 
some young moms recently and I was telling them, you know, God is not that complicated. And just like you call your homegirl or you may talk to your mom or whoever you're in a relationship with, like you can be that role with God too. Absolutely. Absolutely. He does sit high, but I think that we as a um, people in society has made him this, um, you know, made people to feel like he's not reachable, but he is. He's like right here. He's so reachable. And, and the greatest beautiful part about him is, is he want that relationship. You know, a lot of times we have people sometimes don't feel like being bothered with us or we might fall out or that you may get a little weird between you and whoever you cool with. But with God, he literally wants that relationship with you. He really wants to talk to you. It's never a time he's like, uh, here come Jada with all this, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just, it's always encouraged me. Like, God, you want me, you know? Mm-hmm. You want this quality time. You want to talk to me. You you see something in me, you know? That's right. It's kind of like, when you know that and when you truly believe that, You'll talk to him all day long. Give him everything. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, he, he knows you. He learned you. He learned your language. He know you can't talk. He know your, mm-hmm. you know, your speech impediment. Or he know That's you ain't right. got past fifth grade education. He not impressed or surprised. So That's just kind of right. like talk to him. Give him, give him what you got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Give him what you got. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Um, so one of the things that I loved about what you shared uh, just now was that you are only 28 but you made the decision to be obedient to God um, and to be a stay-at-home mom and um, now you are going into you know um, entrepreneurship but I think at 28 because you just turned 28 so maybe 27 or 26 whenever you made that decision that is very young so how how what was that boldness like because i i'm a firm believer of being obedient to god i mean you listen to the podcast so you know i'm very transparent here and it doesn't matter how crazy it looks when god says go left or go right you go because he's talking to you and not anybody else mm-hmm. so so share with us what that was like. Yeah, so wow, it was it was extremely it was hard, but it was easy. And I say it was hard because it was hard to get against everyone's opinion. Mm. But I heard God so clearly. So um just to kind of make this as short as I can, I received my, you know, my master's degree. Take your time, take your time. Okay. Um, I received my master's degree in 2016. I graduated from the Case Western uh, Reserve University out here in Cleveland, Ohio. It is like top 10 school Mm. for, you know, my field social work. So I went to a very elite top of the top of the top school, you know, spent a whole lot of money. Um, Got out, got a decent job and was working. I think I was in the work field about 23 years old, 24 years old, had my big girl job, we'll call it. And I always knew that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom eventually. I grew up, my grandmother is a stay-at-home mom. My mom out of four girls, she's the only one who has worked. But all my other aunts are married and they're all stay-at-home moms. So I've always had that that example in my life. Um, And I always like thrive and and, and wanted to be there. Like, cause I seen how, you know, hands-on they were in their household. I seen how their children were different from me and my brothers, some good, some bad, but I seen the good uh, part of it. And I'm like, God, you know, when I have a child, you know, I want to stay at home. I want to, um, you know, really nurture them into life. And I want to, you know, steward over my home the way that I've seen my grandmother do it. And so I've always had that desire since I was a little girl. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And so here I am now, fresh out of um, grad school. I'm in this, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm not from Cleveland at all. So, you know, my mom, she looking at me like, okay, look, you went off to school once because I was in Toledo, Ohio. Got my bachelor's in psychology. She's like, all right, you went to school twice. Now it's time for you to come on back home to Indiana. But I just could never come back. And I'm just like, no, like, mom, I'm going to stay out here and you know, get a job. And that kind of put a strain on our relationship for a while because she just couldn't understand, you know, I let you, she said, her boy, mm-hmm. her boy, I let you go to college. I let mm-hmm. you do these things. But what you mean you're not coming back home? And um, she wasn't used to me standing my ground, but it wasn't even about me. It literally, the guy was telling me, do not go back home. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I get into these little relationships and, um, you know, build relationships with uh, families out here. So I had a little sense of security. And I didn't, I met my husband, I think it was January, 2017. Yeah. I met him the following year after my first year of graduate school. Um, and we dated, I went to this church and, you know, we were engaged for seven months, got married six months later. So one of those, you know, quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, come on. We don't got time for this. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and surrender whatever it is. Come on. Come on. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, um, That's probably why your marriage is blessed. Oh, praise God. Mm-hmm. But um, so here I am working. I had a, a really good salary, definitely for someone who only had two years of work experience at this point. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that I was pregnant, I had to start prepping my husband because up to this point, he knew I wanted to be a stay at home mom. But you know, you know, your husband, you could kind of, yeah. you know, me and they, they still think leaner, like, uh, right, right. Logically and very yeah, yeah. Linear. Definitely. So like now that the pressure on, he like, uh, I hear you. I want that for his babe, but not right now. <laughs> like, okay, God, this, this is what I need you to help me with because mm-hmm. I, I hear what you're telling me. And, you know, sometimes it sounds good. You know, when God tell one person, he's going to tell the other person. But sometimes yes. I don't be like that. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And so I really struggled with trying to prep him and tell him, like, you know, babe, you know, um, I'm going to have to get released from this job pretty soon. For some reason, God is telling me, you know, it's time is now for us to, you know, be in the home. And so on and on, I prayed about it, made the decision. He eventually agreed, you know, I, I will be very honest with the listeners. He was not on board once I, when I made that decision. He was mm-hmm. aware, but mm-hmm. he wasn't 100 percent there. Right. Um, but we all all know it's it's great now. Now he'd be happy as man. You Absolutely. Need to, you don't need to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when I made that decision, my baby was already, I believe he was like six months old. Okay. And actually I had planned to never come back from my maternity leave. So I had saved up a few thousand dollars um before I had even left so I saved up my thousands of dollars I'm like you know what I'm gonna be responsible mm-hmm. so that the burden won't be on my husband immediately you know I could still carry on a few bills and you know yes. trying to create a plan but I plan to not come off my maternity leave I end up going back last minute <laughs> I kept mm-hmm. calling and like uh you know I'm not released yet I'm not released yet I went back. I went back for about about a month and a half until I left. Mm. <laughs> and honestly, during that time, it was it was horrible. It was horrible yeah. because my baby needed me. Mm-hmm. I needed to be home. I knew what God had told me, and I was frustrated. I'm like, God, you told me this, and why does it seem like I'm fighting against the world to be in my home? Wow. And he, you know, he told me so clearly, like, go. That day, it was on a Monday in June. He told me go. 
you can leave mm. today. And I'm just like, are you sure? Because I'm all about, you know, order to, and I knew my husband wasn't 100% there. Yeah. And God told me to go. And I went mm. to HR and I made that decision. And honestly, um, it's been life-changing for us to change the dynamic of our relationship. Um, we're so much just in sync, you know, um, it's something about being in your house. And God told me during this time in the beginning, like maybe the first month, you know, I dealt with the guilt, like, you know, I'm young. I'm only at this time. I'm only, tw I was a fresh 27. My mm -hmm. birthday was in May. I made the decision in June. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, why, why am I here? I'm looking on, online, all my friends, therapists, counselors, they going to work every day, nine to five. So here I am playing. It seemed like I'm just playing with my baby every day. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, God, this is a spiritual thing. You have have me here on, on spiritual uh assignment you know mm -hmm. i'm not just in my house to be in my house yeah. and you're like well pray what i told you to pray for cover mm -hmm. your husband cover your baby it's a reason yeah. why i'm telling you this yeah and as time progressed i've i've we seen why god had me in my house for others it looked like i was just there but mm -hmm. literally you talk about spiritual warfare and somebody praying non-stop throughout the day that's what i'm doing mm. and we've seen the reason why you know not to share too much, not to mm -hmm. share uh, prematurely, but, you know, my baby is, you know, we're dealing with a few things with him. Um, mm -hmm. He's going to therapy for a few things. Mm -hmm. and that's what God was prepping me for. You know, yes. my, my marriage, my husband during this time had uh, experienced getting let go from his job for a hot second. Mm -hmm. And God was preparing us for this moment. And if my faith was not strong, if I was not already there, I can't say how, you know, we would have truly handled these things. And so, it, it, it pays to really be obedient, even when Absolutely. it sounds so weird to other people like, Jade, you got this good degree from this good school, making good money at yep. the age of 26. Why would you let that go? Why would, you know, you sitting in the house all day, but it's like, that's not what I'm doing. And God told me, you don't have to fight anymore. You don't have to yes. fight. And um, it was crazy because earlier that year, that's when I decided to walk out on faith and start you know the entrepreneurship put myself out there as a life coach and it started off very well mm -hmm. so I, I you know I had my moments when I questioned God like well why did you take me off my job you know or why did you do this at a time like this when things were going so well for me and um what, what truly is the um what truly is the plan again I asked God I had to check right. him like, <laughs> um but on and on I've heard him and yeah um, that's just where we at with it. Now I have a, a different, unique way. I'm not life coaching directly, mm -hmm. but my Lynn Cross brand, yes. my podcast, uh, Perspective Podcast, it's all ministry. It's all coaching, um, like what you see. Um, it's all still about discipline, motivation, mm -hmm. and just um, being com completely surrendered to God. And that's what it's looking like. So you see a young girl have, looking like she having the time of her life with her kid and her husband. Mm -hmm that's a blessing that's a ministry mm -hmm. that's that's my life coaching so it's just in a unique way now it is that and that is absolutely <laughs> beautiful um it takes a lot to be that bold and i and i can't even imagine with with the master's degree and uh, from a prestigious college and everybody's looking at you like you're gonna what <laughs> you're gonna what you know it's 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 something that when we hear God and we have to make a decision for our life, it's like we have to convince others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's and I'm not talking about your husband, but like, you know, other family members or friends that this is what God said and this is what, what we have to do. When you know what? It, they are not even in the picture. It's not even going to affect you, mm -hmm. sir or ma'am. <laughs> At all. I, I'm literally 
getting to the point where I just I just let folks just do what they do think what mm-hmm. they think and God I'm yep. like God I need to keep my eyes on you because I'm tired of you know questioning what I know what you have for me and it's stunting my growth I realized when I realized it was stunting my growth and, and I couldn't get through to how I was trying to do or get where I needed to get mm-hmm. like I had been put YouTube on my heart he had been put podcasting on my heart you know mm-hmm. before I met you and when I finally let go that's when it all started flowing you know mm-hmm. so yes. just kind of like uh, it just pays to just just do it um and God would give you the instructions and you would realize you were already equipped. Even like when you tell me like My I'm God. creative, that's crazy to me to be even called a creative wow. um, person because up to this point, I had no idea how to use a camera, how to edit anything. And God literally, he just kept giving me the direction. He kept showing me what to look up, what to research. And it amazes me now sometimes when I see my work, like, I did that or when I hear myself you know on a podcast like Laura am I are we doing this right now mm-hmm. um little old me little Jada from East Chicago Indiana like yes. people inboxing me getting interviewed for a podcast is beyond mm-hmm. me I'm I'm so humbled because you know sometimes you look at yourself and you're just like all I'm doing is this or yep, this ain't yep. nothing big or mm-hmm. and God is showing you like you're doing more you having more impact like you, than you think and I'm just like I, I'm just starting to receive that now, um, literally up to these, these moments, and I'm I'm grateful. And you are being prepared. You have already been prepared for it, like you said. Um, the other day, I was sitting at the computer, and I was just thinking of, you know, um, you know, I really I. I launched this apparel line, but I really, you know, I registered moments of joy as an LLC, so that will cover um, the podcast and the apparel line, and everything that's to come but I was like what am I doing I don't even know how to do the finances what and then God was like yes you do I already prepared you and he and he took me back to like sitting at my desk as an executive chef and um, taking every receipt and putting it into Excel and you know stamping it with the account number and dating it and and I never missed a beat you know um and I carried the finances of my department and God was like, you're going to do the same thing here. And I was like, Oh snap. I went, (laughs) I went to my husband like, Oh my God, I know what I'm doing. God just showed me. (laughs) You're already prepared. Get yourself a file cabinet, get yourself a little basket for your receipts and you're going to be okay. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to file taxes for business, but God will teach you along the way. Like you said, you started learning along the way. Mm-hmm. even when it comes down to being a mother mm-hmm. people who know, knew me like they were so concerned like jada you gonna be somebody's mama and i'm <laughs> I'm looking at god i'm about to be some, i know i said i wanted to be a mama but i'm like i'm the most goofiest crazy <laughs> like lord i am a child like literally i was the class clown from elementary middle school to college and i'm just like god me right <laughs> and, and, Guys, like, I've been preparing this. Like, you thought you was just born into a single-parent household for no reason. You think you didn't get skills along the way? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, me and my brother, we were 10 years apart, and I was little mama, you know? I was his yeah. mom while my mom was working, and Aww. I'm like, it, and it came so naturally. And so people now are just like, Jed, you a great mom. Or like, you know, my cousin told me the other day, like, you were made for motherhood. And I'm like, that's deep. Like, you were created for this. And, you know, my brand is is... It's for the everyday woman, but you know, I specifically, you know, target, you know, mothers. And I'm just like, 
God, how, and, and it's, it come, it does come so natural to me. And I, and I love being a mother and it just shows you like, God, you really prepared me for this moment. Like all that, even my baby, he look at me too. Like I'm crazy. Sometimes I'll be singing and dancing and he'd be like, mom, please stop. <laughs> but, uh, but on, on what he needs at his core, um, it, it naturally came out of me. Yeah. I can say like, God, you, even you are so detailed that you prepare me for this and for him you absolutely know, um, there's even more to just know god made made me for my baby yeah part about it like things that i experienced that. in my childhood that my child needs now mm-hmm. and i am prepared for spiritually and just just right now right so I'm like god you did that you did mm-hmm. that. so just I, like mary i'm sorry yeah yeah just like mary who was um you know, Jesus' mom. Mm-hmm. And who else could have carried that burden but her? But her. But her. She mm. was selected and chosen for a reason. And yeah. When they when the Bible says he he knows the plans, mm-hmm. that's how we can stop questioning, you know, why was I raised and why was I born into this type of household? Why do I have this type of dad? Why do I have this type of mom? Why do I have this type of you know, mm-hmm. when you realize like this is all gonna mold you into something, you can start, you know selectively appreciating these things and like okay god you have me this strong and i experienced this trauma because i'm going to help x y and z in this area or um i experienced this because i'm going to have somebody come along who's going to have the same experience and i can you know live my life will be a testimony you start realizing how dope god really is and how detailed he is and how sometimes he'll allow these experiences to happen like you know i if i wanted you to have a rich Daddy, I would have put you in a rich family, but I don't That's want you right. to have that. <laughs> um, right. If I wanted your family to be perfect, I would have put you in the um somewhere else. But that ain't what I have for you. Mm-hmm. And when you can let go and accept that, you can just appreciate what God did for you. And I can. That's where I'm at now. I'm just appreciating God. Thank you for my upbringings. Thank you for that experience. Thank you for that hard pain I felt when I broke up with x y and z when i thought it was the end of the world you know like mm-hmm. thank you because i can yes. really testify like girl you can make it through you yes. ain't this in the world you ain't gotta give up somebody else gonna come you know that's right that's right <laughs> i can testify oh you got you won't have money you know mm-hmm. there's so many things gotta show me now i'm just it built my confidence so literally when the enemy comes i'm just like Oh, you you back with that old that old tune? Mm-hmm. Too much to learn, too much from my from from what I didn't experience to just let you throw me off. Absolutely, <laughs> praise God. Well, you have set a mouthful today, Jada Lynn. <laughs> Thank you so much for blessing us. Uh, before we wrap up, is there any other um, special nuggets of encouragement that you would like to share? I really, it would just, uh, it would just make me so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or really, honestly, I just really want the the listeners to just understand the power of prayer and the mm-hmm. power of just being holy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just say this really quickly. Um, you know, a lot of times when we think of like, when people say holy or holiness, you think of like super churchy people. Mm-hmm. And really, I think the enemy has made us so afraid of that word. That sounds like a extreme word. If you say anything about holiness or sanctification, you an extreme Christian, you know, like, oh, you a Bible thumper. Mm-hmm. But honestly, made us just to be set apart. So whatever area in your life, whatever God wants you to do, just do it in holiness which means just do it with the mind of just being set apart you don't have to do it the same way others are doing you were made set apart when 
God, Jesus shed his blood on that cross for you. So walk into that holiness and literally just, um, just kind of like adapt that in your life. You just tell yourself like, you know, I am, a, I come from a royal priesthood. God called me to be holy. So therefore I don't have to do the same thing the world is doing, how the world is doing it. Um, I don't have to walk the same, talk the same, listen to the same type of music, dress the same type of way. I am different, you know, I pre- and I present myself that way. So if I can really just um, have people, that's really, God is showing me what my true ministry is right now is, you know, teaching that discipline, teaching that perspective and teaching that holiness and bringing that back into the church, into the world, because I think we try to, we run away so much uh, from what God wants us to be because we want to, we want to blend in with the world, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to look too churchy, too weird, too anything. And mm-hmm. if you see me and know me, and if you watch my stories closely, I'm I have all the personality in the world. God ain't stripped me of nothing. He ain't made me, you know, bland or anything. Um, but it's because of that holiness that, you know, you're allowed to have that light and you are different. Um, you know, when I met Camille, immediately I'm like, oh, I got to connect with her because mm-hmm. it's something about her. It was a light about her. She was holy. She was set apart. Um, she didn't She didn't speak like the other podcasters. Her podcast wasn't even set up remotely close to the other podcast. I didn't even like podcasting. I wanted wow. to do it like podcasting is so boring people just be talking to talk mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody like to hear themselves talk but her talk was so simple but so powerful her light was mm-hmm. so bright and that's that holiness part I'm talking about she literally I, you know I've been following your testimony closely you just mm-hmm. up and left and moved to Texas and you know no direction mm-hmm. in God you know you walked in that obedience that's that holiness part you know she had to surrender parts of what she wanted to do and how she wanted to live and because she chose that, you see what God is doing for her. Come her, on. Hallelujah. So it's kind of like, that's all just finally surrender to God. Just surrender every thought, Hallelujah. every plan, every goal. Um, tell God, I'm going to choose you. I'm going to choose holiness. I'm going to choose to live set apart. Um, ask God to sanctify me. Sanctify my mind. Have I, have I exposed myself to too much? Am I listening to too much things that you don't want me to? Um, am I around people who you don't want me to be around God? Like, literally take anything that's just any darkness on me that's kind of trying to suffocate my light take that you know Mm -hmm. just watch what he can do for your life and watch the freedom that you can you find you've been looking for that freedom you can live in that um and that's where i'm at now i'm just living in that freedom like you know what i'm owning it i'm 28 years old i have a great marriage i don't have to be ashamed of my marriage um i'm having baby number two at first i was kind of ashamed of that like you know what god like a lot of people you got my life looking good and I feel bad about it. And the guy's like, no, walk into that. You're set apart. That's how I do. That's what I do for my people. Whether I do it at 28, 48 or 58, my people going to shine. And so that all came from a place of me understanding prayer, fasting and surrendering, you know? So just uh, look, like you said, I didn't say it a whole lot. Listen yes. to this many times as you have to, to write down these pointers. Um, because the sooner we get this as a church, as a people, um, the sooner God can just get the glory and the honor that he deserves out of us. Absolutely. And because I feel the anointing while you were sharing, I would like for you to close us out in prayer, Jada. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, dear Lord, first, we just want to say thank you. Just thank you for today. Um, thank you for this moment. Thank you for divine connections, Lord. Um, every listener, Father God, um, I just pray that right now you just put a stillness on their heart and on their mind, Father God. You just kind of just lead them unto you, Lord. Let them know that if they seek you, 
first. And if they pray, Father God, you will, you will be there. Um, no matter what they're going through, no matter uh, what the enemy has showed them about themselves, God, you said that they are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ, Father God. So let them lean on your word and your promises to be empowered today, Father God. Let them leave their old man behind. Let them leave their old mindsets behind, Father God, and that they just be filled with so much of your spirit, Lord, so they can just go forth with so much boldness and power, whatever that is, Lord. Let them choose you. Let them choose holiness, Father God, and not be a ashamed of the gospel not be ashamed of who you are lord lord i'm praying and i'm asking you for that right now for every viewer every listener um i thank you for camille life i thank you for her brand and i pray that you just continue to just increase her lord just continue just to put her on that pedestal lord so because we know that you can trust her with your word. We can, you can trust her with discipleship. You can trust her with her mission, Father God. I pray that you just increase her business, God. Cover her mind, cover our household, Lord. The enemy is alive. No weapon firmed against her shall prosper. And we just love you and we thank you on today. Thank you for wanting us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for choosing us. And thank you for sending your son on that cross to die for us. Um, no matter what the enemy says, we are loved. We are wanted. And um, because of you, we are here. We can just have a life and live it abundantly and have no lack of anything, Lord. So we just thank you and we honor and we glorify you forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Follow Jada Lynn Cross on YouTube and um, subscribe and download to the Perspective Podcast. I will leave the links to where you can find her on social media and um, all of her shows in the description of the show. Thank you, Jada. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Remember that episodes are released every Wednesday. And always remember that you have the option to choose joy. God bless. Bye-bye.